0: Welcome to Two Guys Talking Youth Ministry Podcast, a podcast all about youth ministry culture, leadership, and strategy, led by two local youth pastors, along with other youth leaders from around the country. Now here's your hosts, Matt Willingham and John Killebos. Hey, what's up, everybody? You are jumping onto Two Guys talking youth ministry um it's it's me here i'm john I'm with matt this is our second podcast matt
1: number two man man
0: i'm excited what are you feeling I, anything right now
1: <laughs> i am excited I mean- i'm elated Elated, uh huh, elated. It's one of those things. I'm I mean, pumped.
0: I mean, here it's a Thursday after doing student ministry, and we're still pumped. I'm we've still, still got, <laughs> we've still got an excitement for what's going to be going Energy on. Energy is
1: in the room. So That's all I can say. Again,
0: our second podcast. Hey, we just, we just invite you. Um, as you're checking out our podcast, uh, leave a review. Um, let people know about it. Uh, tell us what you think. Let other people know what they think. Um, or what they should think. Uh, like they should all think that this yeah. is great, and then that, they should all know be that, that they should leave a review. But yeah, I mean, we're excited that you're listening, uh, and you're jumping on with us today. Uh, we've got just a lot of a lot of excitement going on right now. It's cool to hear about what's going on in other student ministries. I mean, that's 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 my excitement about this. I don't know about you. Yes, absolutely.
1: Um, we've heard some. We've heard some feedback from some other people uh, yeah. giving us a shout out from our first, our yeah. inaugural podcast see, episode that see, we you did. came
0: you came with a vocabulary
1: Bro, today. I like brought that. Brought my A game <laughs> on the vocabulary. And, and so I,
0: I will let everybody know he does not have a list of words sitting no, in front of him. This no, is man. all off the cuff today. <laughs> this, is, this is me just winging it <laughs> on is, a Thursday. This is just Matt throwing words out there and then making sense. Yeah, so man. that's that's a beautiful thing. But it has so. been
1: cool. We we appreciate your feedback like John yeah. was saying. Appreciate man y'all y'all helping us out. Definitely share it to other youth pastors, leave reviews and everything. But we do have A question that we want to talk about today. Yeah, I mean,
0: it was really cool that we we got some emails. We got some questions. Yes, we did. And you know what? If if this isn't your question today that we're tackling, I mean, chances are we're going to be hitting it up. I blame it on Um, you. It's my fault.
1: It's your fault if you're not if you're not asking the right question. Oh, it's their eat. fault. Like no. it's my fault. No, yeah, it's your fault that you didn't ask their question. Oh, oh man, you're If you're not asking, hey, like listen. if someone's listening and they're like uh-huh. that's not my question. It's my fault. I will put it on you. I'm gonna be honest. Hey, put listen, I'll wear it. I'll take it today. <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll next do it time right it'll be my fault, but listen, today it's your fault.
0: I would never. I would never want you to take the blame. But hey, we've got we've actually got a pretty good question that I think uh I know that when when we read over the emails, that this was really one that, that stood out to myself. I know it stood out to you, and this is actually something that, that's great that I would uh, I would tag you as being uh, a modern-day genius about. For, oh, so, man. So. I know that's not true. <laughs> so, Fire away the question. Let's right. see what we this got. This comes from uh, Steve from Illinois. It says, I'm a youth pastor who is new on staff at our church. Um, I've been here for six months, and I feel that some things need to change. So my question is... How do you go about changing the culture in your ministry? It's a good question. I that mean, is
1: a great question, Steve from Illinois. Great yeah. question. How do you go about changing the culture? How long has he been on staff?
0: Uh, it says that he has been on staff for six months. Six months. So not even a full a full season, not I guess, even, when you look at it. Yeah, not even a so, full like school season. Like a full season. school season, yeah, yeah. full year, which is which is good. There's there's some encouraging things when you read that email too. Yeah, like but it I tells feel me, in six you
1: know. months, Steve's probably got a good, I yeah. would say Steve's got a good feel of what his youth ministry is. Yeah. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, PJ. Yeah. So how do you shift the culture yeah. of your youth ministry?
0: Now, now, and there's I think a misconception. I'm gonna ask you about this. Like when we talk culture, what exactly are we talking about? Are we talking, are we talking like environment? Are we talking like when you walk into a room? um this place looks cool it feels cool like what exactly is a culture because i i I kind of think that that's an important like thing that we should maybe hammer out just real quick before we get into figuring out how to change it
1: yeah i think that's really good i think uh environment can be part of your culture okay i got you but i think environment is just a small uh percentage i guess if i can use that word environment would be a small percentage of what culture culture to me is the atmosphere of your student ministry? You could right. even say the local church. The atmosphere yeah. of your church. And again, when we when we say atmosphere, when I say atmosphere, and I know you'll you would agree with this, John. I'm not talking about um, what do I quote feel uh, when the preacher is talking, or when the youth pastor is speaking, or when the worship team is playing. I'm not talking about that uh, culture. Uh, the atmosphere might be a a part. Of the culture that you're going after, that might be like a piece of it, but I think is I think culture overall, it definitely I'll say it like this: culture is a lot more outside of your quote youth night than right. it is inside your youth night. Okay, and that maybe, makes sense. Does that no, makes sense. That
0: does make sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: A lot of times we think culture, like you said, we immediately go to environment. We think of right. man. What can I do for us? It's Wednesday night, for example. Yeah. Okay. What can I do on Wednesday night uh, to our stage, to our room, to all of this, all of that? Uh, culture might bleed over, without a doubt. It mm-hmm. should bleed over into your Wednesday night, Monday night, Thursday night, whatever night you do you Yeah. It should bleed over to your service, uh, sir, uh, service night, but culture definitely has to do a lot more with what is happening outside the walls than what you're doing inside the walls.
0: No, that— I think that's a pretty good—I guess you really hit the nail on the head there because— So I'm going home now. So, You got all right, the podcast. Well, well, I guess we just wrap it up, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> no, uh, go ahead. So like, I guess like, uh, I guess, like, a big thing is is changing a culture in a student ministry or, I guess, even in a church in general. Like, it doesn't—it's just changing or, or morphing a culture. It's more than uh, you're, uh, like, adding different songs to your Spotify playlist and changing your video loops. Right, That's absolutely. basically what you're saying. Like yep. That might be a part of it. But but really it's it's much deeper and it's mm-hmm. much more um there it's more much more intricate I guess yeah. than than I guess like the than the initial feel is what you're getting yeah. at. It's more again than just what's in here but what what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely okay. cool. Yeah. so I guess like now that we've nailed that, Matt, I guess like what would you say, what are some ways that that Steve could look at this culture and I guess in a way also doing it to where he's he's changing the culture but he's doing it in a way where it's not knee-jerk. It's not ripping the rug out of the ministry that he's new to, um, and and I guess like I, I guess it would be key because he's new on staff. I mean, we don't know necessarily if this is like a new church that's six months old or if he's new to this church, but that he's not also not like changing and trying to adjust the culture of the entire ministry, the yeah. entire church. So what what would be some ways that we could that we could talk to Steve about? adapting that culture?
1: I would say the first thing when it comes to, to shifting the culture in your ministry, and again, it may happen several times. You know, just because you do it once doesn't mean like, oh, this is the culture that is always going to be, Okay. Uh, you know, because culture around us changes. And so at the same token, we got to stay uh, kind of em- embrace the culture in our community mm-hmm. as well. And, and But I would say, I guess, number one, understanding that. But the first thing to, to go after when it comes to changing a culture in youth ministry is the first thing you got to have a target on the wall.
0: Okay, I got you.
1: Which means you just simply got to know what in the world you're going after, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times in youth ministry, John, I know we've done it before too, we'll sit back and we look at our, our youth ministry culture and we say, man, I want our youth ministry to be like this, be like that. But we never like sit down and actually put it on a piece of paper, put it in writing and and then we never have that target on the wall. And so a lot of times, I guess, like a verbiage, I, a verbiage my dad all often says to me, a lot of times we find ourselves in ministry just kind of shooting from the hip. Okay. Right? Like just whatever yeah. feels good in the moment. Right. You know, uh, and which definitely can bring some short-term wins. But when you're talking about shifting the culture, many times you're talking about something that's going to be in the long term, that's going to last for a while. And, uh, and so I would say the first thing, John, to us is to – to have a target on the wall. What I mean yeah. even by having a target, that means as leaders, you have to be intentional about what kind of culture you want. Okay, I got you. You know, like yeah. we've seen, like we've seen, and we've even done it ourselves, when you're not intentional with culture, when you don't have a target on the wall, like what, what's some stuff that's happened to us before that we've even seen in our own selves, like when we don't have the intentionality of culture?
0: I guess we will have a concept or an idea, and we don't necessarily have the target. I've noticed us letting stuff just fizzle, and yeah, go and go away, yeah, like so to speak, like you know, like you said, like we'd like to see this happen, or we like this aspect of it, and because we don't have a target necessarily of um, of how or what we're shooting for, we might start something and and not really know what we're aiming for and just let it fade away. Yeah, I guess is one thing yeah. that
1: I've noticed from from experience. Yep. I guess on our way. Yeah, that's um, good. Another one that we've noted, you know, I've seen it happen, and I tell other other leaders and pastors this as well. The thing about with culture being intentional, John, and we, we've, again, we've done this wrong before because we weren't intentional. You have to be intentional with the culture you want to create because yeah. if you're not, trust me, a culture will create itself.
0: Yeah, that's really good.
1: Or, you know? Yeah. Like, if you want your culture of your youth ministry to be about family, you have to— Go after that hard, and you say, okay, here I'm gonna be intentional about that. Mm-hmm. Like I use this example, you know, every city has like a rough area of town, right? Yeah, right. Projects, if you will, or like a or like a hard hard side of town that like is run down. Yeah, right, right. Um, you know, you look at those parts of the cities. A mayor never steps up any city and says, you know what, I want this part of my city to be neglected and run down, and I want this to turn into, you know, the projects, I want this to be a rough part of my area. What, What has happened there is because they have not been intentional about creating and keeping a culture that they want, an atmosphere that they want there in their city, because of the neglect one moves in and creates the culture that is there, right? Does that make sense? No, that makes
0: perfect sense. You know, and yeah. so
1: a lot of times, if we're not careful, if we're not intentional with that target on the wall, not only will we not have a culture created, mm-hmm. nine times out of—I'll say even ninety-nine percent of the time—a culture yeah. will be created, and it'll be one that you didn't want in the first place. See, and
0: that and that makes that makes perfect sense to me. And I, and like I think about um, just like even just this question and where it comes from. Uh, the culture that he's trying to shift has—it's probably—it's—it's it's morphed itself to where it's at, right? Right, and you see, and you see, Steve—he's—he's he's done something well. He's—he's he's noticed the culture, mm-hmm. and he knows that this is not the vision that he has for yeah, his right. ministry, right? Yeah. And so, and so now it's the point. Well, what culture do we want? Right. And you mentioned—you uh, just mentioned—just in talking—is. Maybe you want a culture of family, right? Like, right? Um, and I, I just have a question, like, I guess for me, because I know that that's, that's big on your heart, is mm-hmm. um, to be able to have um, a student ministry, a church, like, quote-unquote family, right? How, what are some pragmatics, and even for, for somebody listening right now, if they're going to say, you know what, I would like to have that in my student ministry, is something I've thought about, what kind of target can I put on the wall? Um, to try to acquire that and achieve that? What are some things... When it
1: comes to having a culture of family? Yeah. Okay, yeah, for us it's huge and and we probably don't have the time to dissect this and maybe this would be another Mm -hmm. podcast that we could have. For us, the big big win, of course, the target when it comes to the family is the small group model, you know, that we use. We have the leaders, we have, you know, quote, you know, spiritual moms and dads, aunts and uncles, big brothers, big sisters, you know, Mm -hmm. you can fill in all the blanks and that's our big target on the wall when it comes to having a family is, is having this, you know, bigger, uh, you you know, student ministry, you know, in a room, you can come in and get lost in a, in a room of students, but yet you have this small group model that you get in a family, you, you know, you're getting to know other students, you're getting to know other leaders. It's not just about the youth pastor preaching on a Wednesday, you know, but it's about, you know, meeting with your small group leaders and not again not just on a service night but outside of the service night. Yeah. And for us that's kind of the huge, you know, yeah. Cliff Note version of Right. That's our target on the wall that we go after for right. family.
0: And so like you said, you try to make sure that you've got you're intentional about putting people in place and, and program right. and just things that go along with it. No, that's really good. Yeah. That's really good. So
1: so basically, you know, to go back, you you be intentional, John. You have a target on the wall. And then the next thing, you know, and you know a lot about this because I've seen you do this. You do this really well. So, so, all right, hey, we have our target on the wall. We're very intentional about what we want to do. We know the culture we don't want to, uh, you know, create. So we're going to be intentional about creating the culture we want. Like where does, all right, what would be the next step? Where does that start at, John? All right, here's my target. Great, got it. Matt, I've prayed about it, dreamed about it, talked about it, you know, with, with other people. I know what our culture wants to be. Right. Now what?
0: Well, I think, I think the big understanding is, is we shouldn't, and God doesn't want us to do it on our own. That's it's, good. It's finding people to help us, so to speak, get this grassroots yeah. movement. And you look at that happen in culture today. I, that's a very, I feel like that's a very common word. It's, it's a grassroots movement. What you notice is it's people that have bought into that vision that God's given you as a minister right. uh, over this student ministry is you find people and you sell that vision that God has and you find people that have that same vision and, and you start moving together. And, and that's one thing that I've noticed about um, trying to organize people towards moving is if you have, like you said, a target on the wall and you're moving there and, and you know where you're going, people will follow. Mm-hmm. And, and it's getting those people to to buy into it and to and to love the to love the culture that you are wanting to set. And and you have to have that culture in mind that you that you want to establish in order for people to follow you there and to just, just start getting people is, I guess, like the, the first step. Get people bought into it. Yeah. It can be adult leaders. OK, it can be students. OK, um, sometimes I, I've noticed that once you get a student or two students or three students excited about it, they get other students excited about yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. Um, you have a – I know we both have a mentor that that, that has a word or has like a, a, a saying for this. Yeah, yeah. It would be
1: our, – Yeah, our mentor, she calls them the Paul Revere's. The Paul Revere's, yeah. right. Which are not always – the cool, quote, cool Absolutely. kids in your youth ministry. Yeah, right. Like it's the Paul Revere's can be the quiet kid in the back, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Absolutely. The homeschool kid who, yep. like most people might look over, but yet they have a lot of influence in exactly. their life as well. Right. And I love what you said, John. You said, you just said it. You said it's leaders, it's students, and but you said something so good that I hope they, they heard. You said it's grabbing the one, the two, the three. Because I know a lot of times in culture, as a leader, as a visionary, yeah. I get this target on the wall, and I'm like, all right, this is what God says for us, I know. And I want to get up on the stage on a Wednesday night and preach to a house full of people right. and say, yeah, we're going to charge and take the hill, yep. and we're going to go do that. And which there's sometimes places for that, but a lot of times if I'm not careful, going back mm-hmm. to what you said, and I don't understand the power of starting it at a grass root. Yeah. You know, uh, at, a, at a grassroots step, grabbing yeah. a few people on uh, right. to come alongside with me. Yep. Sometimes I'll get so excited and charge to take the hill that I leave a lot of people behind. That's right, yeah. And then never get on board. Right. Because I didn't do it properly. Yeah. Right? No, I,
0: I think that I think that makes perfect sense. One thing I've noticed, too, is when you get into that moment where you're starting to grab people that that you're finding out, they have the same vision. And they're yeah. excited about it. They also have great ideas,
1: Oh, that's so good. And and sometimes say that again. they need to is, hear that, bro.
0: sometimes there's people yeah. that have good ideas. Yes, <laughs> I think that's. So I think that's great. We,
1: you're saying we don't know it all. We what are you trying to say? I, again.
0: I said it last. <laughs> I said it last. Our last podcast. I'll say it again. I sometimes I wonder if I have any ideas.
1: <laughs> that's so true. <laughs>
0: it's so true. A lot of the times, it's 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 in those meetings where you get people that are passionate about what God's doing that the ideas come to light. Sometimes yeah. sometimes we can get so excited about the vision that God gives us mm-hmm. that we forget that there's a lot of people that God's ready to use right there. And yeah. again, it could be one, two, or three people. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the the hundreds or the thousands. It could just be that group of people that are excited about what God's doing. That's so so
1: good. That's so good. So we look at the culture. Steve asked the question, how do you shift the culture, John? So we look at the culture. We get a target on the wall. Be intentional about it. You're saying it starts grassroots, right? You know, it's nothing that takes off. Here's the last thing I would say about a culture. Now, John, this is the one we don't like. Mm -hmm. Be honest. For me, this is the hardest part. Yep. about when it comes to shifting culture Right. Uh, in a youth ministry, in a church. Um, I don't even want to say it because I don't, I don't even like to talk about it.
0: Listen, just do it, man. It's a Band-Aid. Rip it off. <laughs>
1: listen, when you're shifting culture, you've got to know this. It's going to take time. I
0: don't want it to, though.
1: Listen, it's I going want, to take time. I want time. it to be immediate. Yeah, listen, it's it's not, though. I wish I could listen, say it was. I
0: want little Jimmy to bring 25 friends next week. <laughs>
1: listen, little Jimmy is awesome, and he loves Jesus, and but he may not be bringing 25 friends next week. And you know what? John, to be honest with you, we may not be ready for little Jimmy to bring oh, 25 friends next week. You're right. Because we haven't installed the culture that we need that's right. in order to be able to, to take care of the 25 friends he wants to bring I'll, you know this. I think. Why do you think this one right here? Yeah. When we get to that last step. It's going to take for you personally. Why's why is that so hard to embrace when it comes to shifting culture?
0: Well, sometimes for me, it's because when God gives me a vision, He gives me a passion.
1: That's really um, good. He gives yeah. me a
0: passion for what He wants to do, and what He wants to do again uh, in the lives of students. A lot of the time, for me, like I want to, I want to see life change happen fast. I want, I want people to get it, and I want them to get other people to get it, and I, j- I just want to see it. Um, I want to see small groups thrive. I want to see every single person that walks into our student ministry immediately feel like they're home. Yeah. Like, like, I want that. And and I guess for me, like, sometimes I get frustrated just because um, I, I want to see what God has said that he wants to do. That's good. And, and I guess... Um, I guess sometimes it's really hard to sit back and, like you said, uh, it, it, it's hard sometimes to make sure that you are intentional about making sure you've got the right process and program and 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 just system in place to make sure that you're able to be there.
1: Yeah, no, that that's so true. The time thing is so tough, John, yeah. when it when it comes to creating culture, because like you said, we want that immediate. A lot of us are wired. Just our human nature—we want yeah. it immediate, like boom. That's right. like all right, I have this vision. Let's make it yep. happen next week. And yep. man, I want to do this. And and but like you said, a lot of times when you're shifting culture, mm-hmm. you know, Steve, I don't, I don't know how long Steve's church has been around, and I don't know how long how, the, how long the youth ministry has been been around. Mm-hmm. But I remember Pastor John when when you uh, PJ when you were starting to do some things with our junior high ministry, mm-hmm. uh, you was just a leader, you know, and then yep. we hired John as a pastor. And, and as great of as the leaders as you, as, as you were, and you had other great leaders, it was going to be a culture shift for where we were going to take our, our junior high ministry. Right. And we was about to change a culture that we had in place right. for three or four years. So how dare us think we can change it in three or four weeks? Yeah, you know? absolutely. And so so sometimes this time thing, and for me... I'm all about movement. A lot of us yeah. are. Like, we yeah. want to see movement, right? Yeah, Because that's you know, progress. Right, exactly. I, that's right. Progress is movement. Movement is progress. And so we're like, man, I want to shift culture. And so I want to see things move. But a lot of times, if I don't understand that culture takes time, I, I say it like this. Not all movement is always good.
0: That's a good thought, yeah.
1: Because I don't know. Now, listen, I'm not a sniper. I'm not, I'm not very good with a gun, I right? Have, well, I, I mean, have, I can shoot decent. Yeah,
0: but you're right. You're not sniper- I'm not, sniper, right. yeah, I'm not right.
1: sniper, but I do know a little bit just by friends that I have in the military some yeah. and, and Hollywood, the way they makes it look. I don't know if it's anything yeah. like this. However, I've, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the, see the scene in the movie, and this is kind of what my mind goes to when I think of knowing that culture takes time. You have the guy, he's training for being a sniper. He's mm-hmm. on the sniper range, and what happens? His commanding chief goes out, sets a target right. however many, 100 yards out, right, and the guy starts to shoot. Right. And a lot of times what happens? The guy shoots and he misses. Mm-hmm. And what does he have to do? He has to make a few tweaks. Yeah, makes a few adjustments. You know, makes a little adjustments on his gun, shoots again. Yeah. Makes a few adjustments on his gun, shoots again. And I think ministry is a lot a lot the same way that we set the target out. We come back with our leadership teams, our students, the right. grassroots, you said, and we start firing. hmm and a lot of times because we're not hitting the bullseye yet and we don't see the movement, yeah. maybe the progress we want to see, you know what we do? We go, we rip the target down and we move it somewhere else.
0: Oh yeah, that's true.
1: And like how how much damaging is that? Because all that's gonna do is frustrate the people around us. Right. That, Cause they look at us and well, you had me aiming here. Now I gotta reset up. You yeah. know, a sniper, he has to get up, reposition his gun right. again. And well, you had me firing this way, and I had the wind going this way, so now I gotta recalibrate. And we find ourselves in ministry and in leadership oftentimes frustrating ourselves, Mm -hmm. frustrating the people around us because all we're doing instead of getting the movement we want, we keep ripping the target down and putting it in another another spot and we can't get the momentum. That we want to see happen because we haven't allowed the mm. time that it takes to sometimes just dial it in, right? Yeah, and wow. just kind of get to where the target needs to be. So, hey,
0: I think this is this dude, is where we the, do an <laughs> altar call on that one, and then I repent <laughs> on that uh, one. moving targets all over the place. Listen, hey, I'm, <laughs> that's, I'm that's such a good thought, man. I'm, so I'm so bad. I'm so bad with such it a myself. Good thought.
1: I'm so bad with it myself. But I will say to Steve and to those watching, John, we would we, listen. We we don't get it right. We've done it no. wrong, <laughs> and a lot of those examples we give is because we've done them. Yeah. But when it comes to to, to getting a culture, it's about yeah. having that target, yeah. being intentional. Right. Right. It's it's about what you said.
0: Grass, starting grassroots, grassroots,
1: getting the leaders, getting yep. the the few students, the Paul Revere's, what right. our mentor yeah. calls them, Absolutely. the movers and the shakers. Yeah, starting from the from the bottom up, not the top down, but the the bottom up. Yeah, and then also just understanding, man, that it takes time. Right, that it takes time to shift the culture. That it didn't get there overnight. Yeah, and it's not going to get to the next level overnight yeah. as well. That's and good. so, so yeah, man. So I there think you that's go.
0: good. there there was one thought. If I if I can just. Um, when when you're talking about this, I started to think. You know what would make this really overwhelming is if you tried to do, if you tried to place out a whole bunch of targets at one time. Oh,
1: that's really good. That's one yeah. thing.
0: Sometimes I think that we need to understand that this again, as as hard as it is to hit one target, how much harder is it when we place three or four targets out there? Yep,
1: that's really good. You know, I uh-huh. think
0: that I, I I was just sitting here thinking like one thing that that I think it does help. And one thing that's kind of changed our thinking is um, we got to make sure that when we set a target out there, that that's the one that we're we're aiming at. And and we do our best, really. This is important. We know that this is going to change the culture. And let's really focus on this target right
1: now. That's so good. That's so good. So not only be intentional about what target you're going at, John, you're saying be intentional to keep your focus on one thing and don't overextend what you're trying to go after. That's so good. Because we've
0: established, I mean, by by setting that target out, we've established this is important. So let's let's focus on it. it, I love it.
1: Well, Steve, hopefully we did a good job job answering your question yep. and uh hopefully everyone else enjoyed it we'll definitely uh in two weeks we'll be releasing another, we'll another one now, podcast. now i'm so, not going
0: to give too much uh info but it. we're, it's in the works right now we're trying to get uh within the next couple podcasts we're going to have a guest speaker on yes with us. yes we will um, hopefully so, a couple hopefully uh, yeah a couple. our goal is again remember it's not just going to be listening to us uh just chit chat around. We yes. want to make sure that there's some that we know that there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of valuable things that we can apply. Absolutely. And I plan on learning too. Absolutely. So um again, if you have any questions, uh, questions, make sure you hit us up. It's John at essentialcoaching.us
1: or Matt, Matt at, at, at Essential, Essential Coaching. Coaching. US. Yep.
0: And then hey, don't forget, shoot us a review. Let us know, let us know what you think. Um, get get word out. Uh and, and again, thank you so much for just taking the past few minutes uh, just to join us. Uh, we love student ministry, and we love being able to network with people. So thanks again.